thank you, thank you. Mahalo, 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 and welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Keiko, we have a junior, and um, boy, so so a lot has transpired in the last few days. Um, so you know, we we work in the digital world, and uh, some interesting things are coming. And today on on today's podcast, we're going to get back to the law of attraction and stuff. And I'm even going to share with you some real life experiences because there are some people out there that. Um, are called naysayers, you know, people that, people that, um, and it's not really their fault. They're just stuck in one mode of believing and thinking and paradigm, you know, like that one paradigm and you can't blame them. Um, and you can't make sense to them. You just got to focus on you. That's all. Okay. But first the attitude of gratitude, bro, you know, we got so many, I know. So you guys, uh, most, the majority of our listeners are outside Hawaii and we really do want Hawaii listeners. Uh, we have a few of them. So uh, if you're from uh, Hawaii and, you know, uh, we really want to say mahalo. Thank you for tuning in. So let's see now. Um, we have, uh, let's see. So we had to we had to redo the podcast. Okay, we're redoing the podcast. We're starting from scratch because my producer is like unks. Uh, you know, he calls me unks. He goes, unks, uh, you got to tell the story first because they don't know who they're listening to. I'm like, oh boy, the story. Okay, so anyway, we told the story. <laughs> okay, uh, now uh, we want to share with you the platforms, which is really beginning to become interesting because our overseas following is where we get the emails from. Uh, now we're getting emails from um, all over United Kingdom, Puerto Rico. Uh, gosh, the countries, uh, they're too numerous to mention. The last one was, was uh, Bahrain, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Puerto Rico, and China. Those were the last, uh, yeah, the last ones. Now, Apple Podcast continues to go down and iHeartRadio continues to go up. Um, so uh, web browsers also, because we never saw web browsers on the stats and now they're there. So everything is taken away from Apple Podcasts. Now, we got to tell you that, that because of the size of our audience, uh, 59% of Apple is still a lot. That's a ton of people. That uh, Because most people in the world have Apple iPhones. I don't know if you guys know that, right? So, uh, But anyway, uh, top-selling phone in the world. Thank you, Steve Jobs, because without him, we wouldn't have all these guys, bro. So thank you so much. Also, Spotify, 14%. Ghana in India is rising, okay? G-A-N-A. Is a podcast network in, in a network in India, and these people are following us now. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but people in India are so educated. These guys are all like uh, in universities, college students, and uh, they're tuning into the podcast. And we get some uh, thank yous and stuff on the on the website. Now you can go to the website. I, I keep getting instructed to tell you guys go to the website jrkjr.com and just sign up for the the email and the email is there's no advertising nothing like that trust me Hawaiians this is a public service uh, I'm not asking for money from you guys I make I make money elsewhere uh, but this is just a public service so if you guys subscribe what happens is every time we put up a podcast you get notified and you can listen to the podcast so uh and then uh, other Okay, now, other than web browser, and I don't know what this is because it just says other, 14%. So, Apple Podcasts used to be like 85, uh, something like that, like 80-something percent. So, this is very interesting. We are being picked up 
in a huge uh, quantity by something else that is not being identified here. Uh, so the the um, every once in a while we got to run the stats. So um, the uh, 18 to 22 year olds we have a bunch of them now. They're increasing. The 23 to 27 that's the college students uh, increasing number of them. Uh, but most of our listeners are from 28 to dead. <laughs> 28 to dead. 28 all the way up. And a large portion is the 35 to 59 demos. So thank you, thank you. Uh, and demos, uh, that's, you know, uh, demographics, right? Then those are just uh, the people that listen to us. Now, amongst gender, gender 81% female, 18% female. They were 20%. The females are giving up on us. They're going, nah, you know, this guy. <laughs> In Hawaii, they say uncle, right? God, it's uncle. <laughs> uncle. Well, my niece, you know. My niece, Denise. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I did. Um, okay, so so let uh, before we get into the podcast, the law of attraction, I wanted to tell you Samantha's story because that's important. We told it before. We got to retell. We got to redo all the, the the whole podcast now from from the uh, story on down. Okay, so uh, just because that's the way it's done in social media, so we got to do it that way. Um, you know, they, I keep I keep being reminded, Uncle, this is not radio. This is different. This is different stuff. Different. And I'm like, okay, all right. Um, but anyway, before I tell Samantha's story, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to say that I spent a couple of weeks on radio and it was it was the first time I've had fun, like fun, fun, you know, like really good fun and being able to laugh. Now I do serious stuff. I do life coaching like all week long. And um, I also I also do uh, voice training uh, right now. I'm teaching voiceovers, So I'm teaching um people how to read voice you know like uh commercial stuff like that for the web for um youtube i'm training uh two youtube people that are doing uh videos and stuff and video presentations and i'm teaching them the the voiceover techniques and stuff so we you know, i mean i do all of that i teach voice acting i just got through with this girl who actually made a demo tape at our recording studio and um, she's actually submitting, like, yeah, she submitted it. So I'm waiting to hear back. I'm waiting to hear back, you know, like, hey, uncle, I got one job with, you know, Pixar or something. I don't, I don't know what she's doing. But uh, yeah, Pookela, if you're listening to the podcast, um, good job. Really good job. Uh, you're very talented. Now, uh, and I have I have a couple other uh, people. Bro, these guys, like one one YouTuber that is really, really doing well. So I uh, just want to acknowledge the students and also want to say that that I did radio, you know, for a couple of weeks. I was really, really happy. And I don't know. I thought they were talking to us or whatever. And um, I I really don't know what to say because there's really nothing to say. But um, we will keep you informed and tell the story as it as it happens. And if we do go back on the radio, uh, I'll mention it here. And if we don't, um, I'll also uh mentioned at the point where we throw in the flag and we go okay nah, nah never mind <laughs> you know uh but anyway uh because yeah, i mean you know it happens like that and that and that's why we, we talked about show business we talked about radio we talked about television we talked about those entities and that kind of entertainment especially here in hawaii where you have a small little handful of people controlling everything you know and we'll that that's not a podcast hawaiians that's coming but first you know uh we got to get back to the law of attraction which is our primary purpose here so um i want to tell you samantha's story Mm -hmm. now samantha um beautiful girl 25 years old right and she comes to me because she has heard that you know, I teach confidence, right? So um, the other thing I got to tell you is the people that that 
take lessons from me or, or take life coaching from me actually really want to come to me for confidence. And so that's the like the core of everything that I teach. And this is what you got to know, Hawaiians. Okay. If, if, and when I, you know, when I say Hawaiians, there's people in Bhutan right now listening. Okay. So you guys are honorary Hawaiians when you're listening to the show. Okay. So anyway, when I say Hawaiians, I'm talking to everybody. Okay. You're, you are a Hawaiian. When, when the show is over, a podcast is over, then you go back to being whatever you are, wherever you are. So, so anyway, so Samantha comes and she's, she's, uh, you know, uh, heard that I teach confidence and that I'm, you know, this guy that you got to go see if you want to be confident, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. And um, I'm really happy to have that kind of reputation. I mean, you know, on our website, uh, not our webs, our Google site, on our Google site, we have nothing but five-star reviews uh, for all of our companies, nothing but five-star reviews. And we're very happy about that. Very grateful. And so anyway, and I got to tell you about confidence. Okay. So when you develop your confidence, okay, your inner confidence, not confidence like dancing hula or dancing hip hop or uh, dancing the tango <laughs> in Perry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, you know, stuff like that. Right. Okay. So that's using your limbs or martial arts. That's using your limbs. Okay. Inner confidence comes from your voice. Okay. And when you develop that, Okay, when you develop that kind of inner confidence, because believe me, I, I see like these insecure people um, more and more and more in our society. Okay, you know why? Because they're stuck in their phones. They're not interacting properly with other humans. Okay, they're stuck in their phones. Okay? As a result, when you have, you know, you have a conversation with people, you no know, eye contact, body language sucks. Everything is, you know, flinch here, flinch there, kind of, you know, looking away and they very insecure kind of stuff going on. Um, and we're, we're trying to change that one person at a time. So anyway, Sam gets the message, you know, from somebody goes, hey, you got to go see Junior. And so she came and we, um, you know, we did a, a couple of sessions and I said, look, Sam, um, I call her Sam, Sam, I call her Sam. I said, look, Sam, oh. Uh, I need to I need to teach you about the law of attraction because once you make this work, okay, you don't have to do much. I mean, you have to take baby steps, but you don't have to do much. Everything will just fall in alignment with your life path. Now, here's something people don't understand about life paths, okay? You were put on the planet for a reason, whether if you think so or not, okay? Now, you have free will, so yeah, you can go pursue what you want to do. Yeah, you can go be a hang glider pilot or you can go well, whatever you want to do. You could be a you could be a boat captain, you can be whatever. Okay? You can do anything that you choose to do, okay? But eventually, right? Your life path will incorporate into that or you will just simply gravitate away from that after a while and go to your life path. Okay, now, you know, I, I did a podcast um, before called I Ran From Teaching, and I did run from teaching, okay, but that's my life path. I'm a teacher, and, and that's what I have to accept in life, and it makes me the most money. I can't even tell you guys. You know, I'm making more money now in teaching than I've made in anything ever in life, ever. Uh, I, I, it's, and, and with the Law of Attraction combined, which, which I started doing in my teaching in 2010, I, st I studied it from 2006 to 2010. And then in 2010, I incorporated it because I saw how important it was. Um, you know, the positive thinking, right? Uh, the manifestation techniques. And I saw how important it was. And basically, 
you know, stillness has a lot to do with it. And meditation has a lot to do with it. Not the transcendental meditation that you see. Not the kind of Indian meditations that you see on, on YouTube. and Not like that. Something far more simple than that. Okay? And you can even just sit still for 10 to 15 minutes a day. That's all. You don't have to do a mantra. Sit still. You have a life path. You have a pattern in your DNA that will okay so so here's a here's an example okay um before we get back to sam here's an example once i saw i i saw a a tv commercial right and they had this tv commercial locally here in hawaii and it went something like oh my grandfather was a uh, drove the milk truck and then my dad drove the milk truck and now I'm driving the milk truck and when I first you know I was young and cocky when I first saw that right and and <laughs> I, I was going like whoa no ambition that family okay no 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 the milk truck okay was in his DNA it was in his DNA because that's what his grandfather did right so his father was in that environment his father took after it right and then there's a certain thing too in in um, so cells have memory, right? All of your cells have memory. Now that gets incorporated. That's part of your DNA. It's part of your coding. Okay. Now when you you know when you're a son of someone, you know, say you're a dentist and and you have a son and then he looks up to you and now he wants to be a dentist. I mean stuff like that, right? Uh, and like I mentioned before, you know, I I don't talk about him too much, but I have a son, and my son ended up teaching. Okay, so he was a drill sergeant in the military. He chose the military. But you see, he when he chose the military, he didn't choose to be a, a teacher. He ended up doing that, like way down the line. He started in the Marine Corps and, and then he worked his way and then he took, you know, I, I didn't like the, the part where he sold out to the army because, you know, if you're a Marine, that's a specialty. That's a, not everybody can be a Marine. And, uh, but then he went to the army for money. I was like, oh, geez. But I mean, that's my son. That's, that's his life path, right? And he became a drill instructor and he was a drill sergeant, uh, belonged to a company of drill sergeants. But that's, that's who he is deep, deep inside, down inside. So I, you know, like I tell you guys, you guys will be steered somewhere into that, uh, field if it's in your DNA or, um, it, it will change altogether and you'll just, you know, go do whatever it is that's that's in your uh in your on your life path okay so um people and things and negativity push you off of your life path or get you distracted i want to use the word distracted okay but you always come back all right so now that being said so samantha comes to me right mm-hmm. and we start working on her confidence okay and then um about the third session i think I go, okay, Sam, I'm going to teach you this techniques, these techniques. And these are law of attraction techniques. And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, I, I think I heard of that and whatever. And so I started spelling it out for her. But my, my, um, I think one of my greatest talents is the ability to take something huge and, and, and scientific and, and whatever and break it down um, to really simple, uh, I want to say simple processes that anybody can wrap their minds around. And so I did that with her. Okay. And here's what happened. I taught her for about five and a half months. And in five and a half months, her entire life changed. Okay. Here is the story. After about the third session, okay, I start having, okay, look here, write this affirmation, do this every day, do this meditation, do this, right? Okay. And then 
I had to, um, you can't just give somebody an affirmation and give them a meditation. You have to school them on the process. You have to give them examples. So because you have to open your mind, uh, you have to open the, the person's mind, okay, and, and their eyes, okay, because they have to see these things. Now, people don't see these things because there's a great hypnosis out there. There's a great hypnosis going on in our community. People are stuck in their paradigms and they can't see any, they can't see out of it. Okay, they're not, they're not, um, I want to say astute enough to see out of it. But once you see out of it, Hawaiians, your eyes can never close. Once you see it, you, you cannot unsee it. Okay, this is just like being on Instagram, you know, and you, you flip into Instagram and you see something, you go, oh man, I'm not, I didn't want to see that. That kind of thing. You can't unsee it. Okay, so here's what happened, right? About maybe three or four weeks into, into her uh, manifestations, right? About three or four weeks in. So what happens is she, uh, is she comes back and she goes, hey, you know, um, I, I think I have a goal. And I'm like, okay, good. Okay, so she has a goal. So now the goal is um, she wants a better, she wants more money. She wants a better job, more money kind of thing, right? And so I said, okay, well, put that intention down and use this affirmation and that will happen. Okay, so time goes by, right? Another month or so. And she comes back. She goes, you'll never guess what happened. You know, when people tell me, so people tell me this at, at my uh, at, at my voice coaching and life coaching jobs every, like, every week. You'll never guess what happened. And I'm always intrigued to, to hear the story. So I go, okay, what happened? Oh, well, we went out of here and I saw somebody that I haven't seen for a long time. And she said to come work with us over at this hospital as a, as a ward clerk. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay, there you go. Now, you see, Sam did not have to go to it. It came to her. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are under the false um, belief. Okay, let's use the word belief. False belief. False paradigm. Okay. That um, in order for you to get something, you have to chase it. You have to go after it. You have to effort. You have to <laughs> put a lot of effort in it. No, Hawaiians, Hawaiians, you know, um, yeah, I can tell you stories of mine that, that things just happen, okay, and things are still happening, and I'm still manifesting things on purpose with vision boards, with, with uh, affirmations, with, you know, all these visualizing, so you visualize to materialize, all this stuff, so I said, oh, that's great, Sam, okay, so what, so she goes, well, I go over for the interview, okay, the next week when she comes to her appointment, you know, she goes, she goes, guess what? I got the job. I'm like, yay. We, you know, we're celebrating all of that. And, um, okay. So that continues. Now we, we're still in the process. Okay. We're still in the process of doing affirmations and meditation. We're still in the process of explaining, uh, or understanding the, the techniques and the processes. And I'm showing her different techniques along the way. There's many techniques, right? But you have to find the technique that's right for the person. Not every technique will work with, it's not a blanket one size fits all thing. It's not. So a couple weeks later, right, she comes in and she's crying. And I'm like, oh, Sam, what's going on? So in my office, I used to have a box of Kleenex because we had breakthrough moments where people would just stand there and tears would just start flowing like a waterfall. They would just be crying. And these are happy tears, okay? 
in Sam's case, in this instance, it was frustrating tears, okay? And you got to know, right? Like we say on the, on the you know, uh, relationship uh, podcasts, okay? Uh, when a woman cries, it's she's just purging, right? She's got too much on her head. So that happened. So she starts crying. I'm like, Sam, what happened? Okay. So she goes, well, I don't have any time for anything anymore. I work six days. They got me working 12 hours, six days a week. I said, Sam, that's what happens when you move up in life. You work harder, okay? I can't even tell you, Hawaiians, my average work day is 18 hours. My average work day is 18 hours. 18 to 20 hours sometimes. I sleep for four hours, four or five hours maybe. So, so like about 18 hours, 16 to 18 hours. When you work 16 to 18 hours a day, seven days a week, okay, you're bound to get lucky. Okay, you know, people call it luck. Okay, there's, yeah, there's no such thing. Luck is a very dismissive term to me. <laughs> people go, oh, you're lucky. I'm like, lucky? I'm busting my butt over here, lucky. Well, actually, it's my brains. But yeah, you know, but I'm sitting in my laptop, right? And especially now, like, you know, I don't have any fun anymore. I'm just, I just jam it. Get up, work, get up, work. You know, and I take naps. I take naps in between. Uh, short naps, you know. Uh, yesterday I took a, I don't know, 25 minute nap in between all kinds of tasks and, and clients. But anyway, so now, you know, I explained this to her. She's good with it. Okay, she has to work more. She's got it. Okay, she's all good. She's, she left smiling, everything. She leaves. Okay, so now we go another couple months down the road. Now, when she first came, she had a boyfriend that would only show up two weeks to, you know, whatever, right? And um, two weeks to get involved, and then he would leave and go do his thing again. And he was young, right? They're, they're in their 20s, and yeah, been there, done that, you know. And so um, she starts to be confident. She, her confidence starts to build, okay? Now she's learning manifestation techniques, and she's seen the first result, okay? She breaks up with this guy, okay? Okay, then fast forward a few more weeks, she meets this new guy and they start, you know, very, very mildly here and there, kind of infrequent going on and whatever and, you know, testing the water, that kind of thing, right? And um, she's working. Now, the next piece of, you know, um, I, w- I wouldn't say drama, but the next uh, thing that she had to address, okay, was uh, that she w- she was working in this dentist's office and she had to kind of you know, leave that. She had to let go of that because that was too much. She was doing 12 hours, six days a week over here at this, at this new job, right? Making good money. So she had to, she had to kind of leave that behind. And so she did. Okay. Um, and she kind of left it behind. It, it was a process. Okay. I'm not going to go into the details. We don't, we don't share, you know, uh, clients, uh, stuff that we do. It's all confidential, but, um, we went through a process and the end result was like, okay, we'll just do on call instead of breaking up this relationship, this good relationship that we had, and you know, that kind of thing. Now we move forward, okay? And now um, we're getting almost into the fifth month and tears again, okay? Now, when this happens, okay, you have to look at it like a growth process. You cannot grow, Hawaiians. You cannot gain without letting go, okay? You cannot. It's It's like the pit bull holding on to the bone looking in the water right you know that one right and and he cannot he cannot let go of that that bone uh, t- 
unless you know if he wants the other bone right you know that story and then he went for the other one and the bone fell in the thing and then he had nothing right that that kind of thing but it's more it's more so like you cannot get that if you don't let go okay in that instance yeah it didn't work out for the dog too well but <laughs> so you know what i'm saying right okay but but yeah you gotta let go of something and this is why you have that expression you have to sacrifice something to get something it's not it, sacrifice no it's not it's not really that but if you sacrifice it breeds resentment okay that much you gotta know but it's not really sacrifice when you let go to get something bigger or you let go of something smaller to to move ahead or advance or anything. it's not it's not okay but that being said most people stay where they are for years i see guys all the time that are doing the same thing over and over and over. It's just a new day. It's a new year. They live that way and they die that way. And what have they done? Right? Well, they, they did their job. They're, you know, they got money. They go do stuff. They have experiences. But they, for for work and, you know, for, uh, I want to say, giving back to the community or the world or whatever, you know, uh, the question has to be like, okay, what have you done? And if it's just for you and you're doing just for you, that's okay. That's fine. Okay. But figure out what you can do for others. That, that's a good, you know, a good thing to think about and a good thing to practice. So now we've gotten this far and she comes in crying again. Okay. And so in my mind, right, I'm like, okay, growth process. Oh boy, what happened now? So I'm like, all right, Sam, what happened? So she sits down. Oh, my mom kicked me out. Okay. Now Sam comes from a very, respectful family okay and she's working you know six hours i'm sorry 12 hours right six days a week now she comes home on her only day off right and her mom is like hey you gotta clean the house you gotta do the laundry (laughs) well um yeah this reaction happened and the reaction you know was like mom I only have this one day to sleep and, and rest and what whatever. And so the mom's like, well, you know, then go find somewhere else to live. And so that was the tears, okay? And then when the tears started happening, I said, Sam, that's okay. Look, this is part of your growth, okay? Because you got to know how it is. When things happen that appear to you like drama, sometimes it's necessary for growth, and in this case, it was necessary. This is God going, all right, look, we're going to free you from this. Okay? But sometimes when these things happen, you look at it like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Right? This is not good. But no, I saw it as a good thing. And I said, no, don't worry. We'll find you a place. So, you know, I go and, you know, I, I assist all of my clients with, with everything. Right? So I go online. I have a, a rental app. I you know have all these things to assist my, my life coaching clients, right? And I go and I, you know, start looking for all these things and whatever. And then eventually uh, she found a place and I told her, put your name on the lease in case, you know. So, so here is the thing, right? Um, the new guy became her boyfriend in the process. Now we're talking like, we're talking like almost the, about the five, yeah, about the fifth month. Okay. And so, um, Right around the fifth month, they f- she found the place. But this guy had been helping her look too. And I had been invi- advising her. And I said, look, if you break up with this guy, your name got to be on the lease. So you have a place. You can get a girlfriend to be a roommate. No problem. But you don't find yourself, you know, stuck and, and whatever. Without a place and homeless, you know, whatever. No, just, just having to find another place, right? <clears throat> so she did that. 
and the guy moves in with her, right? And then it was like, so the following appointment, right? Was then, what, what, what's my family going to think? And I'm moving in with this guy and then this is totally not, you know, in accordance with what my family, you know, would want and whatever. And I said, I said, Sam, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. So anyway, so, so that happened. We got over that hurdle, right? Now she's in her place and, and okay. Now, when we look at the beginning to, to where we got her in a place, okay, or where she got herself in a place, where we all assisted to get her in a place, when we look from the beginning to, to that point in five months, we see a huge transformation, like huge. Okay, the job came to her. The new boyfriend came to her. She had to let go. She had to let go of the old guy, right? She had to let go of the, the old job, right? But the new one, she didn't even have to go look for a job. The job came to her. All she did was condition her subconscious. That's all she did. The affirmations, meditation, that's all she did. Okay? Everything started to flow. Then after that, right, it was what I just described up until this point. Okay? So everything just kept, the doors kept opening. The doors kept opening, kept opening. And along the way, okay, and and this is this is going to be true for you in your life too and probably has been already if if i don't know if you've looked at it like this but you got to look at it like this you got to look at it like okay well this door has to close for that one to open you cannot hang on to both doors okay it'll rip you apart okay you ever try that you try you try to go stand in one hallway the, the, the two doors are close enough to each other hang on to the door that's that's opening and hang on to the door that's not closed yet and see what happens, okay? Uh, it doesn't work. It will not work. You'll, you'll either be pulled back into the other door or you'll move forward into the, into the door ahead and the other door will have to close, okay? There's no other way, Hawaii. There's no other way. Now, in this situation, right, everything was done. She's in her new place, I mean, all of this, right? New job, new place, new boyfriend. Everything was new. Her whole life was new. Right. So the last time we got together, OK, uh, which wasn't the last time I've heard from she's on my Instagram now and, and we communicate. We say, how's it every once in a while? And, I, you know, I say, hey, I love you, Sam. You know, keep going. You're doing good. OK. And um, but but, you know, the last appointment we had in the office, I sat her down and I said, Sam, this is what they talk about when they say that this is the kingdom of, of heaven. This is God's kingdom. OK. Now, God's kingdom is, is, are these whole, are all of these things that happen naturally like this, that hook you up or set you up or give to you, however you want to put it, Hawaiians, your new life, okay? An easier, more manageable existence or whatever you want to say, happier existence or palatable existence or homogenous situation, whatever you want to say, but that's what it is. When things just come effortlessly, right? Now, you know, if if you are in certain occupations and certain situations and certain uh, scenarios where, yeah, things don't really work like that, according to you, then you need to step back and become the observer and just watch and just try this. Because when you try this, every I, I used to think, I used to think I had to work, 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 work. And I worked like a dog. I was in my office. I was like, I, I was like, I was working like a dog, Owens. 
And, and you know, I did a lot of, I did a huge volume of work. In fact, um, we have, we have so many, uh, I, I want to say, uh, you know, when it comes to passive income, oh my God, we have so many digital things out there uh, that are making money now. Okay. And back in the day, you know, it was all about getting these things online, getting these things done, getting these things created. And there were a lot of things that we did wrong. You know, like I said in my last podcast, right? But there's a lot of things that we did right. And, you know, at the end of the day, okay, I hate to use that term, but at the end of the day, right? It's about the things that go right, not about the things that go wrong. Let go of the things that go wrong. Let them go. Because chances are the things that are going right are what you're meant to do anyway. Okay? Not the, the things that go wrong. They go wrong for a reason. Because it's not, it's not for you always. It's not for you. Let it go. So, so that's what I told her. And I said, this is the kingdom of God where everything flows. Everything comes. Everything is, is, is abundant. Everything is bountiful. Everything is for you. Nothing is, there's no drama. There was no drama in her life. You know? And she sat there and, and she cried again. You know? And because she realized that, okay, this is, you know, it was like a bubble formed around her. And she got everything she wanted. And she got everything she wrote down. <clears throat> and she got everything she meditated for. And and all of these things just came. It's not witchcraft. It's not witchcraft. There's the conscious, the subconscious, and the superconscious. The conscious mind, look at it like operating software. The subconscious is your hard drive. The superconscious is the network. And we're all plugged in. Every one of us is plugged in. Now, the internet is, is the physical manifestation of consciousness. Okay, but we're plugged into each other. We're plugged into the superconscious or what you call the creator. Okay, and the thing that we all have in common, you know when you read in holy scriptures that say, okay, we are all one. Okay, it's the energy they're talking about. Your body's going to get old, Hawaiians. One day you're going to die. <laughs> you, well, your body's going to die. Okay, but your energy goes. Your energy leaves your body behind. Okay, and and you know, where it goes is another podcast, but I'm just going to tell you that, okay? Because one day I won't be able to do this podcast because this body will be too old, okay? And when that happens, my energy will leave and probably come back and do another podcast. <laughs> it was probably going to be a different podcast. With, I'll have a different name. I have a different body. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe they give me one, I don't know, athletic body next life. <laughs> that ain't happening right now, always. <laughs> But I am living my life path, okay? And, and it's really important that when you start putting yourself in neutral, when you start doing meditation, okay? If, if you want to just do the, the easy way, you don't need a life coach. You don't need somebody like me to come along and teach you all these techniques, you know? Or you could write to me here for your USA at gmail.com and I'll spell it out for you. I'll give you the plan. Because okay, I already have a pre-written plan. When somebody writes to me, I cut and paste right into the email. Boom. Try that. Okay. And, and like I said, it's not one size fits all. But there's a few fundamental things that you need to know. There's a few fundamental things that if you do, it will work for you. Okay. And then there's specifics. Because, yeah, you need to be specific on what you want. Right. I'll give you an idea, Alex, okay? And oh, but but uh, the last thing that happened with Sam before before we leave that uh discussion, okay? Um the last thing that happened with Sam is I saw her at a party, at a wedding. 
and um, I had the my wedding and party business at the time, and so we were doing a wedding, and uh, I saw her at the wedding, and she goes, "Guess what?" And I'm like, "What?" Because I can't wait. Because every time I hear news from my clients or like you know, uh, my life coaching clients or whatever, it's like good news. So, and she goes, "What?" And I, and I'm like, "Okay, you you know," she tell me, "Oh, guess what?" And I'm like, "Okay, what?" So she went to work in the hospital, and she went to work as the ward clerk. And she somehow got inspired by these nurses that were there. And now she's going to nursing school. So we have a 25-year-old dental assistant, right, that came in and in five months transformed her whole life. Okay? Her income through through the roof uh, compared to a dental assistant, I'm saying, right? Okay, so so a large increase in income, a new boyfriend, her own place like everything but it started with affirmations and meditation and it started with understanding something bigger than than you're used to experiencing in life okay and and yeah i mean you know you can you can do it through the bible you can do it through the quran you can do it through the bhagavad gita you can do it through all of these things okay uh but but you can also do it very naturally and very easily if you have someone present it to you in in broken down form, okay. So and I I, I did this for years with my my voice school because I built a voice school for my best friend. I didn't build it for me. And um, then when we decided to you know make it a physical location kind of thing, then you know and that that it kind of evolved, 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 and it evolved into my life path. Right? I didn't know it at the time. I didn't think about it that way at the time. But anyway, it did. Right, and so we ended up where we ended up, and Hawaiians. I can't even tell you how much money I make from social media referrals. Social media referrals. I have to refer to other coaches. I have to give away. I have to give away accounts. I mean, you know, and you can't see. Here's a. uh, Here's the other thing. When God gives you something, you cannot be greedy. You have to share. You have to give. You know. So I give my time all the time. Now, I know people that, that <laughs> this one guy came to my office one time, right? And he was supposed to, I don't know, no business. <laughs> anyway, and you know, I, I, so, so, one, so I have certain areas in my life, okay? And I go to, you know, like this one area. I cannot mention the other areas. You know, I don't talk about my teaching when I go to, you know, I rarely, rarely. But it's, it's rather, um, it gets uncomfortable, when you start talking about something and other people get uncomfortable because either they don't know or they're not familiar with what you're talking about or they're not on board with what you're talking about or you know in some cases like I can't I can't even so here's a, here's another lesson here this brings me upon this do not ever tell your friends and family how much money you make ever don't do that Hawaiians, okay because when you do that, okay, you may get some smiling faces going, oh, hey, all right, you know, hey, that's good, or, or whatever. Congratulations, you know. I knew this one guy that used to say, um, 
What did he used to say? He used to say, oh, good for you. And then, and then he left the room one day. And the guy, this other guy that, that, that I was, oh, he was a colleague that I work with, right? And he goes, no, he doesn't really mean good for you when he says good for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's that kind of good for you. And he's like, he's like, I hope you fall down and, and get a concussion good for you. I mean, you know, whatever. Okay. But, but yeah, but you know, so don't ever tell people how much you make. Okay, I've had to conceal that for years, Hawaiians. Years. We crossed the one million dollar mark in two thousand ten. Okay, and I couldn't. I I really wanted. I I wanted to call my mom, but I learned this lesson early on. I tell you. I tell you. I'll, I'll give you this little uh, piece from my life. Okay, because because this is this is the only experience I have. Okay, now there was a time. Okay way back where I did a lot of writing on this guy I produced this guy's CD it was a comedy CD I did a lot of writing on the CD uh, I wrote a lot of comedy bits and and, and uh, my best friend Wayne did all the music for the CD project whatever okay and and then I was I was invited okay by this comedian who's actually the, the I consider him to be the top comedian in Hawaii of all time of all time okay and um, I was very you know, I was just really happy that it was produced in my house. I built a recording studio in my house years and years and years ago. Oh, 1990. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. And I was I was making um, a lot of money from, from a production company I did. But I didn't share it with the people at the radio station I was working. I was working for this radio station group. And I was a production director. But I couldn't share that information with them. Because it was on the side, and there, it wasn't really a conflict of interest. But like I said, if I if word got out around that place, right, like what I was doing at home and the kind of money we were making from home, that would have created a, a major rift, uh, you know, with with the people I work with. So I didn't say anything. But here's here's when I really got confirmation of that kind of stuff was <clears throat> as soon as we finished that comedy project. So this this comedian, right? And he was just he was just on the verge of boom. And boom is like when you explode and when you start making big money and whatever, okay? And he was just getting to the point where he was going to go boom. And we all knew it. Everybody, everybody around him knew it. And I saw him go through some really, I want to say bull crap stuff. He took a lot of stuff. You guys got to know this. You guys got to know that for every successful person out there, okay? We go through a lot of crap. I mean a lot. We have to take a lot and it it's not um hmm it's not it's not an overnight easy kind of Horatio Alger rags to riches success that everybody thinks. Okay, it's not you pay a price. You do pay a price. And I saw him pay this price. It was frustrating. These guys were jealous of him and just like iced him out on on a lot of stuff. It was just they treated him horribly. I saw so many people with talent that got treated that way. Um, this one guy that I used to work at a radio station with a super talent, super talent, right? And, and that's a guy I eventually got to sit in for all the time. Um, when I went boom, right? And, and that guy, cause same thing. They treated him the same. I saw him get treated the same way in the industry. But anyway, so this comedian invites me. He goes, Hey, you know, come to this uh, award. There was this award celebration. Okay. Um, well, this award ceremony and the awards, um, you know, this is not a podcast. We're going to talk about 
you know, self-aggrandizing awards, but that this because the industry created this. Okay, this was created by a radio station. It was a marketing thing, radio station and, and record company and a partnership and yeah. But well, that's not a podcast, Hawaiians. But um, he invited me to go. Okay, and I never believed in. I never believed in that. Um, I I never really was the shake hands and kiss babies guy. I mean, because I I know the back end. Because I know what it really is. Okay? When you know what things really are, right? And But the participants there, they, you know, it's, it's an event for them. Right? I give you another scenario. Look at your community, right? You know the Christmas celebrations they have every year and then Easter celebrations. And it's like you're on the merry-go-round. And you keep going on this merry-go-round through all these celebrations every year. It's just the same thing, different year. Same thing, different year. How how much can you can you do before you go? Okay, I gotta look at what's really going on here. We're we're on the mouse wheel. You know what I'm saying? All right. So anyway, I I said no, that's okay. I'm not going. And I turned it down. He offered. He invited me to be on his table. I was gonna I was gonna be right there. They were gonna pay for me everything. I all I, all I had to do is come, sit down, enjoy, right? I said nah, that's okay. I was at home. Okay. When the envelope was opened by this other comedian, right, and he read the comedian's name that I produced, right, the, the CD I produced, and actually he and I were co-producers, right, we were co-producers, and when he read the, when he read that guy's name, I was like, yeah, we were three of us were watching TV that night, we were watching the ceremony on TV. And when his name was called, like, we just, we screamed in our house. We were so happy, right? Because it was our project, okay? But I didn't feel that I had to go down and be seen and, you know, oh, yeah, hey, you know, <laughs> that is the most plastic environment, Hawaiians, really. But like I said, that's not a podcast, okay? But anyway, it's necessary to go through those things, you know, uh, if I mean, it's part of the experience. It's part of the journey. It's part of the achievement process, right? I guess. Um, but but you know, um, not, not taking anything away from from the comedians or anything or the guy I produced, and not taking away anything from him. He worked hard for everything he has. But what I'm saying is that that whole system, okay? When you really, you know, it's it's like the Oscars, same thing. And and what happened, you know, you see what happened with that this year. Uh, this past year so i mean you know whatever there's a political element to it and it's the politics that i'm against not the talent not the award itself or anything like that but i'm just that kind of person i don't have to be out there and be seen and heard and <laughs> you know hey shake hands yeah i don't have to do that i don't i do not okay and the people that that you know brought me up into the knowledge of these things didn't do it either they they did it when they had to they did it when they were you know doing the big contracts that they they had to they were obligated but after that you know they didn't do it and so i didn't do it because i didn't have to and i think the blessing in my life was was that god put me in such a position where i always had my own i always had my own stuff i always manifested my own things and i never had to partake in somebody else's game you see what I'm saying? I never had to be obligated into somebody else's game. So anyway, right? We we screamed. We were so happy. Okay, now I had a, a 
a Hoku award-winning project, which is the name of the awards, okay? And um, and so I was happy with that. I was real happy with that because we worked hard. There were many people who worked hard on that project, and they all came to my house. And, it, you know, and like they say, the rest is history, okay? But what happened after that is what really opened my eyes, okay? So we were yelling, whatever, we were happy, okay? And then I made the phone call. And I made the phone call back home to my mom. And I said, Mom, guess what? Right? Okay. <laughs> okay. When I when I told her what happened, okay, it was as if she was saying good for you, like that that other guy that I worked with said good for you. It was as if, you know. And this this was a major milestone for me. As it was for the comedian that was there at the at the awards, okay? But I, I was like, Mom, guess what? You see, I don't talk to my dad. My dad my dad doesn't care. You know, whatever, right? But I thought, I mean, you know, um, for myself as an engineer, and I, I had the respect of other engineers, and they would actually, you know, sometimes I would ask them for advice, and they go, oh, come on, man. You, you, you do better than, than we do, you know, or whatever. You do, you do good, you do whatever. You know this. And I'm like, no, I, I really sincerely wanted some advice. I wanted some help. I mean, you know, I want to learn. I want to learn more. Uh, but, but, you know, so when, my, when I got shut down like that by my own family, okay, and, and I was like, wow, okay, the second time, was when I won this this award. It was like the Academy Award for Advertising in Hawaii. The, when I won my first one, and I and I told my mom, I'm gonna send you back a um, a copy of whatever. And she said, No, keep it for your grandchildren. And <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, ouch, okay. But but here's the thing, always when I go home to my mom, so and this is not nothing against my mom. I love my mom. I love 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 my mom. Okay, but when I go back to my mom's house, she has a room. Okay, a room. Always, this it's like a museum. It's like it's like her hall of fame. Like I don't have, I don't have any pictures of me up in my house at all. Okay, um, my mom's house. Okay, if you go in the guest room, which used to be my bedroom, there's there's a portrait, a painting. I mean, because people people actually, it's not because she goes out and orders them and puts them up. No, people paint portraits of her and give it to her right and so she has one room where there's two portraits there's one on each wall okay and then she has this wall of fame room that you go into and all her awards and you know whatever in in my office i had a shelf with all my awards i had pele awards i had national silver microphone awards all this stuff right um my mom has a room <laughs> so, so you walk in the room but i mean talk about over the top, you know, but I am happy when I walk in that room because when I walk in that room, I go, yeah, that's my mom, you know, that's, that's, that's my genetic thing coming down. And then I look at my shelf, <laughs> you know, I used to look at my shelf and I go, well, I don't have enough for a room yet, but you know what I'm saying? I, I know, no, I, I never really pursued that. Um, I just pursued a few awards and, um, I was very, thankful to this lady who was a salesperson at a radio station that I worked for that said, hey, your stuff is good. Why don't you enter? And then I entered, you know, and these these um, Pele Awards that they're called uh, actually was a different story. Um, I didn't really enter it. Uh, the radio station entered it and we won. 
And it was the first time that that radio station got a Pele Award, right? And then, um, I don't know, at, at another year, I think it was uh, two years, the 99, 2002. So, in two, so two years, a couple years later, right? Um, three years later, actually. Uh, this, this girl from an ad agency calls me. She goes, hey, you know, can, can you do this job for us? Whatever, and a voiceover job. And oh, yeah, sure. I used to make more money on my lunch hour than I did working at the radio station all day. And I did that at least three or four times a week in a taxi cab on my lunch. And I made so much money at that. That's what built the recording studio. That's what built, uh, that's what bought me the $5,000 guitars. <laughs> that's what did all of that. But, but I mean, you know, and I'm not flexing. I'm just saying that's, that was my experience. And, um, but when I, when I used to do those things, right? I never expected anything back except the check. I mean, give me the check. I'm good. Go to the bank. Laughing all the way to the bank. But she went and uh, her agency went and entered it. And I got my second Pele Award. So I was the only working um, radio personality amongst my peers that had two Pele Awards. I mean, let alone one because none of, none of the rest of the guys that I knew. There's only one guy I knew that had one. And then, then later on, I guess after I won my second one, um, there was another uh, guy, but but he was like he wasn't he wasn't at any station I was working at, but he won one, and you know, and I was happy for him. I was really happy for him, and um, he was older than me, so like way older than me, and and he got one. But I was the only one for a while, um, with not just one but two, and and then um, well, I was the only one with two for a while for a long time and the the first one for this one radio station i was at and that was you know something for me but i didn't you know i didn't go around going hey okay i'll do this voiceover for you but uh enter it in the palace and <laughs> no, i didn't do that but there was this one guy that was that was really jealous about my pele awards because he'd always bring it up so hey how's your pele award or hey, something like that you know and that was just, that was the same guy that that said uh, good for you but i got that good for you from my mom right twice i got shot down like that right and that taught me the lesson and and because of that i go okay i'm never telling her how much money i make because if i did she would write me out of the will i mean <laughs> to, i'm never telling my friends how much money i make you know and i used to know guys that used to say oh well i make you know x number of dollars a year i, I knew guys they would go out with chicks they would sit down with the girls and they would go Oh yeah, well you know I I make a hundred uh, hundred fourteen thousand a year, and they, they they would do that, and I was like, oh man, God, you're doing it wrong, man, you're doing it wrong. So take my advice based upon real life experience, Hawaiians. Do not tell friends and family how much money you make, okay? Ever, don't let that get out, cause it's none of their business. Let them think what they think. You know, people people make comments to me about money or. You know, like I, on on the last podcast, and I'll, I'll make this real fast because we're almost power, almost out of time. But on the last podcast, I said something about leverage because uh, I got a question in my Instagram. And um, it was a comment that I made about leverage and about sometimes when when people, um, when there's a question, just, just tell them you do it for free if, okay, if you know that there's something you can benefit from. Now, I got to make myself clear on this. There was one time where we offered entertainment free. Okay, we would do this. We would offer entertainment free if they would put up one of these tables for us 
Okay, and and this is how we did it. I, I got to be fast about this, but this is what I was talking about in the last podcast. You just so, so you offer some you offer a loss leader for free. Okay, for many years I did I did radio for free until I started you know figuring out my worth uh, and and you know like okay what what is this worth on paper and and what is this worth for, for you know and then we started billing on paper so my substitutions used to be like seventeen hundred bucks a show but but that was on paper okay only on paper all right so not not money that we took in you know to the bank or what it was just on paper it was it added up to money. But it, it that's another podcast, and it's a, there's, it's a long uh, way around process. But what happened with this situation is we would offer entertainment, and they would give us a, a table at the expo. And we would call guys into the expo and go, okay, here, we're going to the table right there. Go ahead. We, we, we take half. <clears throat> that used to make us tons of money. Okay? So sometimes you got to be willing to put up your work to get something. Sometimes you got to be willing to put up to get, okay? And a lot of people are not willing because they want to be paid for that, right? They want to be paid for this, want to be paid for that. You can't be greedy. You got to put up something. You got to do you got to do the work always, okay? But that's what we did. So when I say that, you know, if somebody's full of crap and they go, "Well, you know, we we want to have you over here for the well, we're thinking of we're thinking of featuring you on this on this show. Uh, we're featuring, you know, we have this concert. We we really do want you, you know. Tell me, you know what? If you if you give if you put me on a concert, you don't have to pay me. Give me a table at the concession down there. Can, do you have a table? Because the the table doesn't cost them anything, Hines. It doesn't cost them nothing. It's a lost leader. They give you the table, okay? You go get somebody with a product, and you tell them, "Hey, get yeah, right down. Boom, I got the table." Now those tables are expensive at events, okay? And and you tell brother, okay, brother, go go ahead. You bring it. <laughs> sell your t-shirts. I get half, right? We half half. Sell the t-shirts. You don't need to pay for the boot. Boot is on the house, right? Boom, boom, boom. And there you go. Okay? And that's that's a few, I don't know, two, three thousand dollars, four thousand, five thousand. Some I, I I cannot tell you what we made, Hawaii, but I can tell you, bro. Oh, oh sorry, Hawaii, I gotta go. But but I can tell you, bro. Oh, we was laughing all the way to the bank going. Oh man. We want to thank our sponsors, okay, Brother Randy and Sister Jared, Island Club and Spa, uh, Kakaako, my favorite location, also Voice Master Family of Service Companies, also AFMHawaiiMusic.com featuring the music of Darren Chinen. Oh man, Hawaiians, it's, it's been a good one. All right, so Samantha's story, just remember Samantha's story. These things can come and you don't have to put a lot of effort into getting things, okay? Because you have to be aware that the superconscious, everybody's plugged into it, okay? And everything comes to you through others, all right? That's the way it works. God is real, Hawaiians. Till next time, I'm Junior Kekawa with Junior Zane. Mahalo and aloha.